Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everyone, to the 70th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I am Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show. It's June and officially summer. The school year is over for most of your teens. And in this episode, I'm going to give you some summer tips for an unusual summer. There will be summer tips for you and summer tips for your teens. And before I get into our episode, I want to apologize for not having a podcast last week, but I've got a very good reason. My 24-year-old daughter, who lives in California, surprised me and drove to Houston and has been with me the past two weeks. I hated being separated from her during all that COVID scare, and now, and my heart was so happy to have her in my house. And she was a wonderful, positive distraction Uh, from getting my podcast done. But I'm back. So also, I want to let you know that last week I had my final Zoom call with my Dow Down the Drama book club moms. It was such a highlight for me to meet with this amazing group of moms from literally all over the United States and New Zealand. In fact, it was so wonderful that many of the moms want to continue. And that's good news for you who are listening because I'm going to start a summer Dow Down the Drama book club. With my award-winning and best-selling book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter or Your Teen, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere, and it's going to start the week of June 15th. And this will fill up. It's for a small group because you get personal attention from me, the author, and I am your guide. So if you're interested, email me at Colleen. 2Ls2Es at DialDownTheDrama.com. And here's what some of the moms said in our, from our last Dial Down the Drama book club call last week. I love being part of this book club and especially the interaction with the other moms. It's helpful to know that I have an appointment each week where I get to be real and we can all be together. Another said, I was so down when I got into this group, and now I feel I have confidence. I'm not parenting out of fear anymore, and my daughter and I are closer. I typically am a huge monitor, and now I find myself chilling out and relaxing more. Another one said, enjoyed having an appointment on my calendar, listening to the other moms and what they're going through. I've taken copious notes from how you coach the other moms, and that's going to be helpful now and for me in the future. Another said, your writing is so real. I love the examples you give and I draw on their advice. Very applicable. Love meeting the other moms in the book club. This is a place we can be real, which is hard to do in our day-to-day world. Again, if you're interested in being part of my summer, Dial Down the Drama book club, and you want to know more, email me at Colleen, 2Ls2Es, at DialDownTheDrama.com, and I'd love to send you some info. Okay, back to our episode. Mom, how are you feeling about this summer? I wish I could hear each of you. Well, the moms I've talked to kind of feel let down because many of their plans have been canceled. I talked to a couple who looked forward to going to Hawaii every other year, and they had to cancel their trip this summer. Many moms are nervous about what they're going to do because summer camps have been canceled. 
Instead of moms feeling relief about summers here, many moms are stressed and are plagued with that question of what am I going to do this summer with my bored teenagers since there's no summer camp? With teens home, that cuts into your personal time and work time, especially with, I'm so bored, kids in the home. Summer can feel like an extension of the school year, except that your kids have even less to do. And I know every mom listening to this has different restrictions from shelter at home to different phases of reopening. Despite what phase you are in, none of us have forgotten about COVID-19. And many feel there's more pressure and uncertainty as our cities and states reopen. There are more questions like, well, now that restaurants are open, is it okay to go? Is it okay for my teens to go? Do I try to take a vacation? And if we do, should we fly or drive? I mean, is that safe? When your teen wants to go over and see her friends at a pool party, Well, now there are even more things to consider about these decisions. So it's not easy, and all this uncertainty just adds stress. And I want to give you tips for you and your teens that will hopefully give you a way to think about this summer and what you can do about it. The first summer tip. Mom, put your well-being first. One of the moms who was in my Dial Down the Drama book club told me last week that her big realization from book club was that I need to be well, personally, even when my teens aren't doing well. This is so true. The reason I say you put your well-being first is that if you put your family and work first, well, often your needs never get met. Your well-being may be on your to-do list, but your needs get ignored because of other issues. I strongly recommend that you get a plan for meeting your well-being needs this summer. To do that, you need to name it, Claim it and plan it. First, name it. Make a list of different categories of your well-being, like personal space, quiet time or time alone, where no one can bother you or interrupt you. Another category could be quality time with your spouse, like your version of date night. Um, You need to change up the scenery a little bit, even if you drive around for an hour before you come back home. Another category is time with friends. Maybe that's taking a long walk with a friend or having social distancing happy hour in your yard or driveway. Maybe you just need some fun, like you go swimming or go to the ocean with a friend or by yourself. Maybe it's a a creative home project or a hobby or playing guitar, piano, drawing, journaling. Maybe you need rest or have a pajama day where you tell your whole family You are off duty, and you get a day to do absolutely nothing. You are officially signed off from your parenting duty, and you hand that over to your spouse or another family member. When you identify what your well-being need is, then claim it. Do you feel guilty for putting your well-being first? Does that feel selfish? I mean, it feels that way for many moms. But think about this. What do you like if you don't put your well-being first? How do you feel? What do you talk about when you haven't put your well-being first? Good chance you're going to be more critical and grumpy, see that whole world in a negative light. And what is it like to be around you if you hadn't put your well-being first? Well, it's no fun being around someone who's grumpy. Your family may want to avoid you, and good chance you're more critical. 
And that's not going to bring out the best in your family. That negativity spreads through your whole family. No one in your family can claim this for you. No one in your family can give this to you. If you wait for permission, you'll be waiting a long, long, long time. You're the only one who can name it and only one who can claim it. So claiming your well-being first is one of the best gifts you can give yourself and your family. When your well-being is first, you keep your family strong and steady. Okay, so let's say you've named it and claimed it, but now you need to plan it. If you don't get your well-being in your calendar, good chance, like 99% chance, it won't happen. Often we know our well-being is important. The mistakes we make is we don't plan it. Or we think when I have spare time, I will spend time on myself. You know better. There is no spare time. Your family is happy to fill up all your time with their needs. Plan your well-being first, and here's that big surprise. You can still fit all the family stuff in. I find that true over and over again. And so I like to use a Sunday startup to plan it. This is where I spend 20 minutes and look at my week and what's coming up. And I make sure I schedule my well-being needs first, like when I'm going to exercise, like walking or see friends, have time for meditation, prayer, or journaling. Even like a little mini adventure, like driving down to Galveston, walking on the beach. I would encourage you to pick a time during your week when you consider the whole week and you get your well-being needs in your calendar. And think of it this way. Be it time with friends or your personal time, like you're setting an appointment. Schedule your well-being appointments. Some of your well-being needs can become integrated in your summer routine. And so you don't have to schedule them, but you have to make sure it's in your routine. For example, you can claim the morning hours like you are off duty till your kids wake up, unless they are early risers. And if they are, then you have the first two hours be quiet hours. One of the kindest things you can do for yourself is name, claim, and schedule your well-being. Your family will be grateful too. Summer tips for teens. So I'm going to share some tips from an interview I had with Between Us Parentings in Chicago Now from a couple of years ago. And then I'm going to add some more thoughts specifically about this summer. So here's their question for me. Some teens are really motivated over the summer. Others are more interested in relaxing, having fun, hanging out with friends, etc. Is it normal for teens to not be thinking about how to reach their full potential over the summer? And a couple years ago, I answered, yes. And I was thinking, of course. But after the busy school year and the stress of finals, most teens say they want to party, have fun, relax, stay up late, and sleep all day. However, it's not what they really want. In less than a week, they are complaining, I'm so bored. If they go from being 100% plugged into friends, activities, and schoolwork to no planned activity, well, it's a recipe for drama. Now, here's what I would say about this summer. And this summer is different because our teens have been functioning on about 50% of their normal activity or below that since March. They're going to need planned activity this summer. If there's no planned activity, teens will stay up later and later, and this has become a big problem right now. Talking to a lot of parents, teen sleep schedule has gotten really off track. 
Many teens who stay up later and later end up sleeping all day and being up all night, literally. Their nights and days are completely switched. This is not good. There is no way you can monitor, parent, or guide your teens if you're on opposite schedules. There is no accountability and no family time. Okay, here's their question. Parents of teens are aware that we don't have a lot of summers left with our kids. We want them to be full of good times and happy memories, but we also don't want our kids to just slack off. How do you suggest families find a balance? And here's what I said two years ago. Many teens are stressed out and overscheduled during the school year. Summer is a great time to dial down the pressure and stress through decreasing the workload and activities, but you don't want to go from 100% full-on to nothing. Try dialing it back to 75% so that your teen has more downtime and room for fun. So here's what I would say this summer. Is you want to keep their activity level from 50% to 75%. And for many of you, that means you've got to increase activities. This really depends on what your teen's online school experience has been like. Another area that can be problematic this summer is that you can be around your teens a lot, all day long, but not have any quality time with them. Many working moms have told me that their daughters walk into their office when they are in the middle of a Zoom call, and the daughter gets upset if mom doesn't give her attention right then. So here's what will help. And just like you're formalizing your well-being needs and scheduling them, I would encourage you to formalize and schedule time with your teen every day for 15 to 20 minutes a day. This is just being time or playtime where you're able to give your teen 100% of your attention. This is especially true or needed by, for daughters. They know and hate when they get your splattered attention, even if you're around all day long. And moms, let's be honest, you would hate it if your spouse only gave you splattered attention. We don't like that as females. So, but your teenage daughter will tend to make a story up about it. And with her immature teenage brain, she's going to think, Mom doesn't care about me. So you can be intentional and frame it to your daughter like, my time with you is very important, and let's make sure we get that every day. You know I have to work, but let's later, let's let's go to Starbucks or watch a show together, or um, you can show me some YouTube videos, or maybe we could go for a bike ride. So as you can see by now, the challenge of this summer is that there is less planned activities and less structure. So that puts pressure on you to create that for both you and your family. So here's a way to think about how to structure your teen's day. And this is what I said a couple years ago. In my book, Dial Down the Drama, there's a chapter on what your teen needs to thrive. These elements are not just for the school year, they are also needed for the summer. They are key to helping you find the balance. For example, teens need daily exercise, which often gets neglected in the summer. A teen that doesn't exercise is a cranky teen. Teens don't get a two-month break from responsibility. They need to contribute to the home by doing chores or getting a part-time job. Parents need to get clear on their expectations for their teen and then develop a well-defined formula for balance, which can include exercise, sleep, downtime, screen time, fun, 
positive adventures, face-to-face time with friends, learning a new skill, taking responsibility, developing creativity, volunteering, taking a class. Without any parameters, your teen will most likely be Snapchatting till 3 or 4 a.m. and sleeping all day. Be clear on when you expect your teen to go to sleep and when they should get up. In the summer months, your teen can adjust their sleep schedule maybe two hours later without it greatly affecting their normal sleep-wake cycle. All right, here's their question. How can parents encourage kids to be productive in ways that don't feel like nagging or lead to conflict? Two years ago, I said, your formula for balance gives you a framework to talk to your teen. It's not productive to say, you're going to take a computer class this summer. You can't put your goals on them. You need to follow your teen's interests. Parents can say, I need you to learn a skill, take a class, or develop your creativity this summer. You can give them the framework, offer them ideas, and then it's their choice. You can go to camp, take this class, you can volunteer, you choose. If you're following their interests, they will get excited and be grateful that you're willing to invest in them. It's also important to help your teen connect the dots. When you talk to your teen about taking a class this summer, help her see that that will decrease her stress significantly the following year. This can help motivate her to take the class. All right, they asked me, what are your favorite ways to engage kids' brains over the summer? Summer is a great time to provide diverse opportunities to meet new kids, develop new talents, abilities, and skills in a fun and relatable learning environment that is really different from their normal school experience, be it through camps, school trips, mission trips, or even a college class. Often this gives kids a fresh start, a chance to recreate themselves and build confidence. And my favorite way to engage kids' brains is through positive adventures, Teens need adventure and will stir up all sorts of risky behavior to get it. Positive adventures have many facets that engage teens' behavior. They are safe, structured, and facilitated by an adult. They provide new and novel experiences. They get teens away from screen time and have them engage in real, life, face-to-face communication. They push teens past their comfort zone and self-imposed limits. Teens discover they can do way more than they ever thought they could. For 10 years, I took about 15 teens on a one-week wilderness trip in southern Colorado. On the first day, they complained about no cell phones. They complained about their packs being so heavy. They complained that they couldn't take a shower and wash their hair. But eventually, they stopped complaining. The walls came down, and the kids shed their teenage bravado and became light and carefree. They had to work together to climb the peak, cross the rivers, and put up their tents. And by the time these kids were off the trail, they had learned life lessons that they'd never forget. All right, what I would add about this summer is that creating positive adventure is going to take some creativity for sure. However, it can be done. One single mom was just so tired of being cooped up in the house with her teenagers that she decided that her three teenagers were going to drive from Houston to a cabin in Colorado for a couple of weeks. Kelsey, a single mom, said, What am I going to do with my teens all summer? And we talked about a road trip being an adventure, and her eyes lit up, and she, she decided, Well, next week, I'm going to drive my two girls to Tennessee to see my brother. But 
an adventure could be maybe just going to the lake or the ocean or the woods, just getting your teens outside fishing or water skiing or swimming. It doesn't have to be a huge adventure. It just You just want to do something to get them out of the house and break up their normal routine. Another question they asked me, how important is it to have fun as a family over the summer? Are there any ways of combining fun that can change a teen's brain for the better? Fun is extremely important. When the stress is high during the school year, the fun meter goes down. That's why you want to bring the stress meter down so the fun can go back up. Fun is important because it is a natural de-stressor and replenishes all the positive body chemicals that makes us happy, joyful, and calm. Current statistics say that two out of five teenage girls are suffering with significant anxiety. We need more fun. Fun for the sake of fun is valuable in itself. You want your teen experiencing natural and healthy fun instead of reaching for alcohol and drugs. Positive adventures are a way to combine fun and develop the brain. Take your family camping or go bike riding, go water skiing or complete a ropes course. Snorkel with sea turtles. Travel to a different country. On a mission trip with your church, make history come alive by visiting historical sites. Caution. You want to make sure you check in with your teen about what they consider fun. Your fun and her definition of fun can be very different. Have clear guidelines about the fun activity. What are common mistakes that parents tend to make, especially in the summer, that can up the family drama? What are some suggestions for dialing it back? The common mistakes that parents make in the summer are not creating a plan for the summer. So take time to identify the areas that will help your teen to thrive, like responsibilities, exercise, learning a new skill, fun and downtime. An important aspect of the plan is to keep your teen engaged in meaningful activities so that they are not unsupervised for long periods of time. Another mistake is forcing your agenda on your teenager. Make sure you get your teen's input and let him know you want him to have a great summer and you do want him to have fun. Another mistake, not being clear with your teenager about expectations, curfews, boundaries, and consequences. First, you need to be clear about your summer rules. You want to be clear about where you will compromise and where you won't compromise. Then make sure you and your partner are on the same page. Next, you want to communicate these expectations, curfews, boundaries, and consequences with your teen. Another mistake? Scheduling every moment. The entire school year can be a constant blur of activities from homework chores and after-school activities. Summer is about reducing the pace and the pressure for both you and your teen. Of course you want your kids to be active with learning opportunities and some fun activities, but you don't need to be constantly shuttling your kids all over town. Downtime is good for your teen and their brain, and you too. A little couch time to read, play video games, or watch a movie is part of that healthy balance. Another mistake is that you don't get a break from your teens. It doesn't matter if you work full-time or you are a stay-at-home parent. You need to take a break from your teens. If you don't get your personal time, you can get easily irritated with your teens. Be intentional to give yourself time to replenish your energy by attending a yoga class, going for a walk with your best friend, or having a nice relaxed dinner with your partner. In conclusion, though we have a lot of restrictions this summer and there are a lot of things we can't do and a lot of things that have been canceled, 
we can still make this a memorable and fun summer with our teens. The question is, how can we make the most of the summer despite all the restrictions? I remember when I broke my foot one summer and I was so upset because I couldn't run. And at that time, I was running every day. So I thought, if I can't run, what what else can I do? And then I worked on my core and my upper body. That same summer, I was bummed because I was supposed to go visit my close friends in Northern California. And I thought, I'm not going to be able to hike. But then at the airport, when I was picking up my rental car, I decided, you know what? I deserve to upgrade my little tiny compact car into a convertible. And my daughter really liked that. So there are many things we can't do, but turn that around. Make this your challenge for you and your whole family. And see, how can you make the most of the summer? Get creative. It doesn't have to be big things. It just has to be out of your normal routine. Hey everybody, this concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I have some other great resources for you. You can head over to ColleenOGrady.com that has two L's and two E's. You can sign up for my Dial Down the Drama triple pack. It's absolutely free. You get a copy of my free ebook, Seven Ways to Help Your Daughter and Yourself, a free chapter from my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, a guide for mothers everywhere. And you get a free subscription to my weekly easing. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dial Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady Dial Down the Drama. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.